the patriarchal culture in this very subtle but very toxic way has pit girls against girls and women against women. And it shows up, for example, in um, feeling jealous of other women. It shows up as not trusting other women. It shows up as feeling like other women are better than you or that you're better than other women. It can show up as feeling like everybody else is friends, but I'm being left out and I'm not part of the pack and I'm not part of the group and I'm not being accepted. It can show up as if we're in a workshop feeling like the teacher has favorites. She likes her, but she doesn't like me. It can show up as just this deep fear of being betrayed by other women. I am an empowerment coach. I am here to empower you to create the life that you want to live. talking about the sister wound. And I first learned about the sister wound from Joanna Lindenbaum, and I'm so excited to be able to interview her for the show. I have mentioned her before. She's such a powerful teacher. She coaches women coaches on how to go really deep with their clients and how to really create transformation and lasting results. And she has been such a catalyst for me in stepping into my coaching. She has really helped me take all of the different things that I do and start to put it into some sort of structure that so I can offer it and share it with others. And so I'm so excited to have her here on the show. I'm really so honored to be able to present to you my interview with Joanna Lindenbaum. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Silver Lake Priestess podcast. I am Jamie Black, and I am so, so excited today to bring you an interview with my coach, Joanna Lindenbaum. Joanna, thank you so much for joining me here. Thank you so, so much. I'm so honored. I'm so excited. I'm really excited, too. Thank you for inviting me. You're so welcome. So let me just give, um, I'm going to give a little background of who Joanna is to me and how I know her, and then also what we're going to discuss here on the podcast. So I share a lot with everyone about serving my sacred purpose and the process that I went through of leaving my slave job and listening to my intuition and focusing on my gifts and creating business around that. And Joanna was really at the very beginning of that process for me. And there was, and I don't even know if you know this, Joanna, there was a very magical thing that happened. I was, um, I found a telesummit that was being put on about women's circles. And something just, it just triggered inside of me. And I really was, I stopped and I was like, women's circles? 
I've never been to a women's circle. I mean, certainly I've sat in a circle with women, but I've never been to a women's circle before. That totally sounds like something I should be doing. And I don't even know of anyone who's ever been to one and I want to go to one. So um, I followed that and I was receiving emails from that system. And I was trying to go through and check out all of the different presenters. And when I did get the email of the day that you were presenting, I kept trying to click on it and I couldn't get anything. I didn't go through. So I never even got to see your presentation. But the process was signing me up, uh, was signing me up for everybody's email list. So I signed up for your email list without knowing that I did and without seeing your presentation. So magically, you showed up in my inbox one day offering a conversation about, um, it was one of your programs ultimately that was the curriculum lab. And it was really how to take your, um, what it is that you have to offer people and what you're teaching people and how you can put it together in, in a way that it can be a powerful experience for them. So with still not even realizing all of that, all I know that I saw this inbox, I was like, I don't even know this person. I kind of read the email and I just was like, you know what? I have time right now. I'm just going to listen to this webinar anyway. It was life-changing. It was the second that I heard your voice and what was coming out of your voice, it just, it hit me all the way inside and it started moving things and everything started tingling. And I knew that I had to take that program, having no idea it was gonna take me to where I am today. So for all of you, I took the program and I learned, I started learning how, how I could start using my wisdom. But during that process too, I, I realized, you know what, I want to be a coach and I want to get training. And so I contacted Joanna and we got in conversation together. And I just said, I'm at this point in my life where I really need to start doing my work and I really need to start serving my purpose. And I do all of these different things and I don't know how to pull them all together. And can you teach me, like, can I study coaching from you? And that's how our relationship began. And even at that point, I forgot all about women's circles. I just forgot all about it until I showed up to this training that was a master ritual and facilitation. And anyway, I found myself in my first women's circle. And I'm so grateful for all of that. And you've been such a teacher for me. So... I'm going to ask you questions about, about all of that. One of the things that I learned about Joanna while I was at her training, because I wanted to, was interested where, you know, where the ceremonial pieces came from and where the ritual pieces came from, because I'm someone who is uh, so immersed in that in my own life. And I wanted to really know where some of this came from. And she had mentioned to me that she had done some priestess training all I remember is maybe we're talking about snakes and maybe we're talking about the challenges of sleeping in a cave by yourself and things that like were, it would, those were so scary to me. And I was like, okay, I've been looking for a priestess training. So you really have like activated so many of these different pieces for me. Um, 
And so I feel like my specific audience will be interested in hearing a little bit about that as well. And we're going to talk about the sister wound, which is what I have called this episode. So that was a lot of me talking, but I just kind of wanted to give the introduction on um, how I just how I magically found you and how also you've been um, so key for me. You serving your own sacred purpose has been so important for me really taking the first steps on my path. And I'm so grateful for that. You're so welcome. Everything that you just said uh, just makes my heart so happy. Mm -hmm. And I, I love the magic and the synchronicity of how we came together and also just how you knew, right? It happens like that so much with teachers or learning experiences. It's like, we, we know that it's for us, even if it doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Person yes. just appeared out of the internet. <laughs> so I love yeah. hearing <laughs> Well, and that's one of the things too I've been talking about lately. It's like, you know, we, we all have a message and we all have a purpose and we all have somebody that our message is for. And one of the reasons why it's really important for us to just get it out there is that we each are activated by different people. So it was in hearing your voice. I didn't even, I didn't even see your face or know any of this and just hearing your voice. Like I knew that that's that that was for me and it was especially for me at that time and and so um that's another you know one of the things that I wanted to share so um you know on this podcast I have been interviewing priestesses and witches and psychics and mediums and women that are doing spiritual work women that are listening to their intuition and uh, creating business around their sacred purpose so I would love to ask you about your coaching. So I know that you've been coaching women and coaching coaches for 25 years or longer now, maybe. Um, how did you know and when did you know that that was the path for you? Yeah, it's such a great question. It's been about 20 years now. And the truth is, when I first knew, I didn't want to know and I didn't listen to it for a little bit. So um, I was in my mid-20s and I had a great career, hard-earned hard and one career in the art world. I was a curator. I was doing amazing things in New York in the art world. Um, but there had always been a part of me that was interested in personal growth and interested in inner work and interested in spirituality. And because of that, I had been taking classes first, even before I started coaching, I had been taking classes about women's ritual throughout millennia over all, you know, just different cultures and time and had been, um, you know, taking, taking trainings about priestess trainings. I took priestess path with Elisa Starkweather. Um, I ended up apprenticing in a women's community called Woman Wheel in New York City, led by a woman named Susan Mary Heller, where I, you know, apprenticing really was like setting up for every new moon circle and, and breaking down after every the altar after every new moon circle and every full moon circle and doing right, but but immersing myself in ritual and ceremony and women's circles and women's transformation and women's spirituality. And what 
what eventually happened is after I had been doing that for a while, another woman in the group who's a dear friend of mine, uh, we're both Virgos, sign of the priestess, and we, we both knew that we were meant to be leading um, and facilitating. And we said, you know what? Let's just start a circle in Brooklyn and see what happens. And we didn't know what was going to happen. The first month, about 16 women came. And the next month, 30 women came. And then 60 women came. And, and we just, before we knew it, we had started this, this women's spiritual community in Brooklyn. And I, the whole time, I kept on saying to myself, it's just a side thing. It's just a side thing. I'm a curator. I have my master's in art history. I'm really not that woo-woo. I'm, you know, like, I was just giving every excuse in the world around why it wasn't me. And what eventually happened for me is because I was in such deep denial, my body was like, okay, we got to let her know. I woke up one morning and I had Bell's palsy. The entire left side of my face was paralyzed. Wow. And yeah, I won't go into all of the details and, and the whole backstory, but there was no reason why I should, I should have woken up with the feminine side of my face paralyzed. And it was a big wake up call for me. I knew that it's beca- it was because I had been denying the truth that was rising up inside of me every day, but that I was pushing down, which is that it was time to leave the art world and really devote my work to serving women in this way. So instead of taking traditional medicine for Bell's palsy, you know, I did some acupuncture and all of that, but I think what really healed me was I made the commitment. I finally listened and I made the commitment to do the work. Mm Mm-hmm. I hear you on that. I didn't know that story, but that was another one of the things for me is that the work that I was doing um, was hurting me. It was hurting me. I was waitressing, um, most everybody probably knows, to support my music, and I was doing it because I thought that it gave me freedom, and it started taking me out where I, I literally couldn't work, and I had to sit there and just be like, this is, this is not going to work. That's when we met. I remember that. Yeah. Yes. And um, so, you know, uh, sometimes it happens for a while. Like my body had been telling me that for a while. Um, and I had taken a break from waitressing and then was going on tour and was putting all this energy into my music and the physical pain was gone. And then I went back again because I needed money and that was the way. And um, so, yeah, it's interesting how our body does let us know. And then when we do make the decision to honor it, that's a scary thing too. It makes us feel crazy. We're like, obviously I need to be doing this, but you know, we're just like, okay, okay. I'm going to listen. And then all of a sudden you're fine. Your body's fine. Like, you know, that's not exactly the story for everyone, but sometimes if that's the reason why your body is being put, it is the, it's just why yeah. so that we'll stop and, and pay attention. It's so true. Yeah, I feel like our bodies get involved. Like our psyches try to tell us in lots of different ways, but if we keep on denying and ignoring, that's when our bodies get involved. And some of us that are really just go-getters and hard workers and we're really driven, um, we really don't like to listen. We don't listen to our feminine side, right? We don't listen to the subtle but very obvious messages. And so then, anyway, we learn. We learn the hard way, and then, you know, we're here to share about that with others that are going through the same thing. So true. Um, 
Okay, so I want to talk about, I want to say something about the coaching that you do. So coaching is this big, huge business right now. Like everybody's coaching. And I actually think that that's really awesome because I think that it is this really special time where we are all realizing that the information that we want is from each other. We want information from another human, not another big structure, not another program. We want it from a human that we like or that we connect with and that has been through it, somebody that we can relate to. So I think it's really awesome. Um, rather than rather than a bad thing that the that there's so many coaches out there i think it's so awesome i mean there used to be a time in culture where there were the royal advisors and the wise mentors and and um people would learn in one generation to the next the wisdom would be passed down and we've lost a lot of that in today's culture and so i actually see coaching as modern day priestessing and mm-hmm. mentoring and in advising like like it used to happen in the old times. That's beautiful. Totally. And it helps empower the individual. Like people are also in the process of realizing that they have that they can help others with their energy or with their knowledge, with their wisdom. Um, it's also helping everyone acknowledge themselves and also work on that. But also because it is that way, and we are such like an intuitive operating culture right now, there's a lot of uh, training that doesn't happen because of just the same way what you were saying. It's not being passed down um, And so there's a lot of training that doesn't happen. And where I think that that is really important is in the area of safety. So I was reading tarot cards full time and I already had been helping people in the way that I do in my life as we do for a really long time and had gone through some really serious situations with some people and family members. And then I was reading tarot cards for people and I would get into these really deep, intense readings right away with people that I didn't know and I just realized, I'm like, I, I trust that I know what I'm doing in some way because I'm working with spirit, I'm listening to my intuition, but how, how can I support everyone that I'm working with and everybody that I love even more by getting some training? And yeah, it's, it's um, like to put what you're saying another way, there's the wisdom that each of us have or the tools or the skills that each of us have, whether it's tarot, whether it's wisdom that we have, you know, whatever it is that we teach or know, but that's actually not enough to number one, create transformation and results. And number two, to be in integrity to our clients in order to actually leverage the tools to create real transformation, as well as to be in integrity, we need a set of techniques to understand how to hold clients in containers, how to keep them safe, how to help open them up to receive the information that's coming through. And we also need a set of tools and techniques to help them with their own self-inquiry so that it's not just us telling them. Yes. I feel that when you're speaking. And that's that's so the natural priestess in you that like that knew that that is pulling that forward. And so that's one of the experiences that I have had 
in doing the trainings with you is one of the ways that it's helping me help others is by taking me into such deep inquiry myself and looking so deeply at my own shadow. And in this past couple years of working with you, I've realized things about myself and uncovered things about myself that I had been digging for for years and just at one point was like, okay, like these things aren't in there or just a whole other set of things that I had no idea. And by me experiencing those and being able to look inside of there, well, there's so much more that I can help others with. So much. And it affects the way that I show up to serve them. And so this, this actually brings us really nicely into the subject of the sister wound, because that was the very first place that I had actually learned about it was at our in-person retreat, my in-person retreat with you in North Carolina. And that was very powerful for me. And so I would love to have you share about what is it and why is it so important for women who are doing this type of work? to know about it and to to be doing that work with themselves. Yeah. I always, always talk about and create space for exploration of the sister wound when I'm training um, facilitators to lead retreats, to lead workshops, to lead ceremony, to lead circle. Because if you as the facilitator aren't aware of this and also haven't worked through it, on your own, things will fall apart. And I'll explain why as we get in. Um, But first, let me just share what the sister wound is. So all of us, whether we've actually had a, a sister, an actual sister or not, this can come from cousins, this can come from girlfriends, um, what, whatever whatever it is, but all of us in one way or another, even if we've had great relationships with our sisters and our girlfriends, it, because we're in a patriarchal culture, um, have been wounded in one way or another by relationships with other females. Essentially, what that means is that the patriarchal culture in this very subtle but very toxic way has pit girls against girls and women against women. And it shows up, for example, in um, feeling jealous of other women. It shows up as not trusting other women. It shows up as feeling like other women are better than you or that you're better than other women. It can show up as feeling like everybody else is friends, but I'm being left out and I'm not part of the pack and I'm not part of the group and I'm not being accepted. It can show up as if we're in a workshop feeling like the teacher has favorites. She likes her, but she doesn't like me. Um, and I, it can show up as just this deep fear of being betrayed by other women. And the, this is 
whether we realize it or not, this is very painful. It can be very painful to walk around with these wounds and with the weight of these wounds and how we make decisions so much are dictated by this, what we decide to join or not join or how we decide to show up or how we feel about other people or how we feel about ourselves. And oftentimes, the, the, or always, the roots of this are from childhood and from culture where maybe in our family, for example, we felt like our sister was more loved than we were or was a better student, our cousin was a better student and so they were seen as better than we were. Or maybe it's because um, our sister or a girlfriend betrayed us, you know, whatever it is, there, there are roots to these things. And of course, we just see it also in media, all everywhere. Um, it, it, it's, so, it's so such a part of the fiber of our culture. Now, if you are a facilitator of, of circles, ceremony, retreats, groups, and you're not, you don't know how to work with the sister wound, there's no way that your circle, that your retreat, that your group is ever going to become really cohesive. There's no way that you're going to be able to create vulnerability in the room. There's no way that you're going to be able to create trust in the room. People are going to get triggered by other people in the room or by you if you don't work, if you don't know how to work with this. So true. Yeah, it, it's it's so big. I can't I can't emphasize it enough. And it's a way when we walk around with these wounds, whether we're in a workshop or out in the world, it sabotages us from being fully ourselves, from being in our bigness, from being in our hearts, from being in our generosity, and from being in our abundance. When I first did this work, and when I first realized where mine were coming from, what they were, it just made so many things make sense. It made so many situations in my life make sense. Um, you know, and I can see it play out here and there in some different situations that I've been in. Um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't go, it doesn't go away. Like you learn how to work on yours. And what's powerful about that is that you're not projecting it on other women and other situations. Um, but you can see then in a situation where you would have, or where you almost are, and you're like, wow, I'm, reacting to this because this is how I reacted to this wounding that happened. Uh, like something actually happened to me similar that I realized that the way that I was being in the situation was very similar to the way that I was being in a family situation. And it, it was powerful to realize it. It was powerful to realize it. It, one, allowed me to take responsibility for my behavior, the way, for the way that I was being overly sensitive or the way that I was reacting. Then it allowed me to share with the women. Um, and that's one of the things that I do feel like is really powerful about being in circle is that women get to start to experience each other. But, of course, what's going to happen at first is that this sister wounding comes up 
like right away, as soon as you're in circle for the very first time, there's so many people that come to circle that have never been in circle before. And that's one of the things they're like, I've never sat with this many women. I've never sat with just like women and not men. And that's why it's so important to know what to do from the get-go before it becomes a problem. Like there's certain pre-framing techniques um, that you that you want to use as a facilitator so that even though it's in the room it can start to dissipate and you can create that trust right away and especially for the transformational work like you're only going to be able to go deep if you can get in there yes because if there is the resistance or the insecurity or the feeling like you're judged or not accepted or whatever even if you're trying to be vulnerable you're not going to really allow those walls down because you're there is fear and yes and what I'll add to that is the other really important piece is that the facilitator needs to have done her own work about this because people can smell a misalignment in energy a mile away and if you as the facilitator haven't worked through some of your own wounds around being jealous of other women or being scared of not fitting in or power dynamics or whatever it is, you're going to have that with the group. Whenever you're in a group, facilitator or not, family dynamics are, it's the perfect um, environment for old family dynamics and patterns to come up because it's a group just like a family is a group. And so as a facilitator, you don't need to have worked through all your issues. God knows I haven't worked through all of mine. You have to be aware of them and actively working through them or else you'll be unconsciously triggered or you'll energetically project onto other people in the room. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I've, uh, the awareness has been powerful for me. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, tell us a little bit about, I, I would love to share about your trainings. I've been sharing with the women in my life. Um, I share about you. Um, and I would love to share with our audience about the trainings that you do in general with women, because many of the women that I work with are leaders and coaches of various kinds. And um, I, I don't, I, I, I'll say this, I, you are definitely a coach for coaches, but you don't have to be a coach or a life coach to do the work with you. I've brought to you sisters that are yoga teachers and women who read tarot and things like this because this work is so powerful it's so powerful for us individually and it's so powerful for any of us that are teaching and leading and a holding circle for holding container, holding container of any kind for people. So it's, it's true. And what I always like to say is like my trainings aren't about teaching a methodology. They're about taking your talents and your tools and your methodology and just making it so much more powerful. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, my two big, big trainings, one is called Into the Depths, um, which we're actually just at the tail end of filling right now for the next cycle. And Into the Depths is um, a ritual shadow and phys- facilitation training. That's after Curriculum Lab. That's where we, and Curriculum Lab is also included in that. And so that's a training where we really go deep into 
not only sister wounds like we've been talking about today, but how do you create deep and intimate community? How do you create safe containers to do deep work in? How do you develop um, experiential exercises and rituals that take learning from the mental level, which is of course really important, but into the heart level and into the body level and into the spirit level? How do you work with shadow? Um, you know, how, what do you do when someone in the room takes the group hostage, you know, the, the angry one, the know-it-all, the judge, the victim, you know, how do you use that for everybody's learning? Basically, that whole training is about when you're in front of a group of people in person, how you create deep, deep, deep transformation and impact in the room, no matter what it is that you teach. And then my other um, big training is called Sacred Depths, and that's a coach training. But as you've said a couple of times, it's not just for coaches. Um, it's really for, it is for coaches, but it's also for healers and teachers and practitioners who want to go deep, who in their one-on-one -on -one work want to know how to, um, you know, traditional coaching is just like, what's your goal? How are we going to get there? Sacred depths coaching is about really helping your clients move through the fears, the shadows, the obstacles, the negative th thought patterns in order to create what they really want. I've taken, I'm in the process of taking both of those trainings. I've taken uh, different portions of each and they've just, they've been life-changing, really life-changing. And there, there's a lot of things to learn out there and there's, you know, different people that I'm inspired by, but I really come I, the, this work with you, it's something that I can come back to. It's where I go when I need to get, when I need to get really deep, when I need to get to the part that is the most important. Um, you know, we can learn how to create business and all that stuff externally. But what's really important to me is the deep work that I do with people and knowing how to do it and how to do it safely has been so valuable for me. And I'm so so just so grateful that you teach it and it's been such a amazing personal journey for me and I'm just so grateful for you so grateful thank you I'm so glad to have you in my life <laughs> so tell us where to find you please you can go to my website. It's joannalindenbaum.com. And there's lots of different goodies. I have a lot of resources, free resources and all of that. And if you want to be in community with other um, spiritual, like-minded practitioners who are really looking to become more masterful at coaching and at facilitating, you can join um, the coaching revolution, which is kind of like, it's a Facebook group. It's kind of like a free club where I just give a ton of information and there's a lot of sharing of resources and connections. And so you can find that on my website as well. It's joannalindenbaum.com. Something that I'll say about your group specifically is that the women are really connected because we go through such deep work together most of your programs allow us to finally be together in person and meet each other. And even before that, you know, I, I, my first program, I was, you know, on calls and not where we weren't seeing each other, but we were just in the, uh, Joanna's teachings, like we'll come in, we'll all be on a group call. And so we'll listen to a teaching and then there's group participation on the call. 
So we already know each other energetically before seeing each other in the flesh. And then when we're finally together, we already have this tight connection in this container. And then the work that we do in person is like so deep and so transformational. And we let go of parts of ourselves and awaken to other parts of ourselves, like during this in-person transformational process that there's connections that I have made with women in your programs that, um, that I feel like will be lifelong and we're all in this group together. So it's really powerful. And Joanna comes on and she teaches, she does like a live teaching every week. And so, um, yeah, if anybody has any questions about Joanna and about her work and you want to hear like my, um, my specific experiences about the different programs, I'm so happy to share. And I'm just, I love you. Thank you for coming and blessing the show with your wisdom. And I just, so great. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. It's my honor. <laughs> oh.